Cousin Sal's coming up in one second. We're brought to you by The Ringer.com and The Ringer Podcast Network, where we have a variety of offerings for you as we head toward the holidays, including a new rewatchables coming on Monday. Also, Higher Learning with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay, which is a stupendous podcast. I'm really proud of it. I think it's one of the best ones we have. They had my friend Jimmy Kimmel on um, end of last week, and they talked about a whole bunch of stuff. It is a great conversation. If you like Jimmy, I would encourage you to listen to it. I would encourage you to listen to it anyway. It's really, really good. All right, we're going to talk football. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is stressful enough just with the airport situation. No matter where you're going, it's always packed. You're always worried the weather might be bad. Is my plane going to get delayed? You just want the actual place you're staying at to be a lights out experience. So if you've booked a vacation rental and you found yourself stuck making small talk with the host or you've arrived to find out it doesn't look anything like the pictures, you know, that's, that's the worst. You could avoid the awkwardness with Verbo. Verbo has helped travelers find great private vacation rentals for nearly 30 years. You heard me correctly. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, Cousin Sal's here taping this. It is 8.30 Sunday night. Just watched Bill's Steelers. It was a pretty lousy football day for the most part in terms of a high caliber of competition. So we had our hopes set on this game. Yeah. And there was competition for about a half. And then everything swings on a pick six for Ben Roethlisberger. So we're watching the Steelers team this whole year going, well, we'll see with this guy. He looks old. He's He does his one or two passes a game. Mm -hmm. We were like, uh-oh, I don't know if that's going to work in January. And we saw it not work today, right? I thought so, too. It was so strange. It really was two games because in that second half, then you got Josh Allen, who everyone's sending to Canton, Ohio, was like 11 for his first 11 in the second half and really just, just did whatever he wanted, much like he did to San Francisco Monday night, last Monday night. I, I was shocked at this, honestly. Not, not shocked, really? but I, I was very surprised. I like the Steelers. I told you that. You're like, does this look too easy? Sorry, you said, does this look too easy? And I said, uh, I, I meant think for it Buffalo. does look too easy. Yeah, I know. I know you did. I was like, yeah, I think it does look too easy. I think everyone's overreacting to Monday night. And the Steelers showed up for a half, and their offense didn't even really show up for that. Still a bunch of drops. They're even like trying to run the offense around a drop free situation where, you mm. know, that pass right off the snap where the guy's not, he's not even moving the receiver, but he'll still drop it. Like, right. I don't know that that team's got, got uh, some work to do. 
I did not like a lot this week, which didn't stop me from from doing a few bets. And yeah. the only one I really liked was Buffalo all week. And I kept waiting for the line to go to three. Mm-hmm. And it never did. And it stayed at two. That That's when I was texting. I was like, I can't figure this out. I love Buffalo. And then, you know, halfway through the second quarter, I'm like, oh, my God. Now yeah. I know why the line never moved. But I just thought Pittsburgh, We I laid out the case on Thursday, too many injuries on defense and they can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. And at some point now we're in mid-December, I didn't like the balance at all. They tried to cheat it with, you know, they're throwing the ball a little more than usual on a couple of those drives, things like that. Right. But I, I kind of thought Buffalo was for real before this game. And now I remember I looked at the odds right before, probably two hours before they're plus 750 to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs were minus 135 and the Steelers were something like two and a half to one. Now, I don't know if that they'll probably change those by tomorrow on the bills. I'm sure we'll climb up. But I think the Bills are the only team that can beat Casey in, in the AFC. And I don't know if they will, but they can at least move the ball. They can at least have, they can have a 12-play drive. They can have a four-play drive in 90 seconds, right? And their defense mm-hmm. isn't great, but it it does have a knack for making plays every once in a while. And then, as you said, everyone's putting Josh Allen and Canton, but he he is streaky. Like, he, he'll have, he'll be good for an hour where you're like, oh, my God, is this guy the best guy in the AFC other yeah. than Mahomes? He looks damn good. I don't want to make excuses. The Steelers defense seems to lose someone different every week. They had two of their best defenders out, right? And then they lost like Spillane. That kid was playing great for them. And it's three games in 11 days or something. So again, I don't want to make excuses, but because they can't run the ball. And that's what you kind of have to do in January, unless you're the Kansas City Chiefs to compete. But like you said, at least the Bills know that if it comes down to two versus three, that they could beat Pittsburgh, right? Before they go to Kansas City who I'm sure we'll get to it, looks like they have their hands full every single week now, no matter who they play. Yeah, the Buffalo, Brian Dayball, who uh, a lot of people have been praising all year, and this is another example of Buffalo can kind of change what they're doing midstream during the game, you know, yeah. where, and, and they started, they figured out how to get digs open in space as this game went along. And then Pittsburgh's just sending the house at Allen. Right. Because I think they must have looked at that Rams game. Because remember the Rams really in the second half when they had that big comeback and they were just sending the house after Allen every play and right. he had that weird face mask penalty and all that other stuff. And they must have mm-hmm. said, like, we can get to this guy. And Buffalo, they figured it out. And Diggs came good. alive. Stefan Diggs came alive yeah. at half, right? I mean, that was that was just a, a monster performance. I don't even know what he whatever he ended up with was probably not gonna look um impressive numbers wise to how he Controlled the game, you know. Um, I'm trying. He's to look devastating here. when he's by himself on one side, and they can just figure out either a little quick screen. Yeah, because he can also beat the guy almost like in basketball. Like he can beat the guy off the dribble, or he could just blow by the guy. That, ten catches, that, ten catches, 130 yards, and then they added 104 on the ground. So that I mean, that's that's going to win most games, and let alone against this Pittsburgh team that can't run at all. But here's my question: mm-hmm. So if Ben doesn't throw that pick. And we the head set, into halftime. Oh, Pittsburgh seven nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's right. it's seven nothing heading into halftime. The stakes become way different for Buffalo. Right. And now it's like Alan, you just what happened? Well, no, it you, was seven three, right? Or seven was, three. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I'm yeah. sorry, seven three. Yeah, right. So if they go into halftime and they have to play for behind, they have to think about it, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. It felt like as soon as they got that pick six, I was like, they're gonna win. Yeah, that it's, changed it. And I, I don't know. I, I, I battle with Damashek and some others. Like, there was like, no, no, no. Ben is slinging it. I'm like, nah, I think he's got, I think it's 
he's taking something off his throw, right? It doesn't seem like some of these routes at least seem jumpable at the very least. I don't think physically, I, you know, obviously he's not where he was in his prime, but I mm -hmm. think it's even probably a little bit worse than that. Cause if you think about it, they're very protective of him. Like they mm -hmm. don't QB sneak him at all. Never. He doesn't try to scramble and keep plays alive the way that he used to, where guys are, you know, banging on off him left and right. He's getting rid of the ball. It seems like a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they're kind of trying to get him to mid-January basically intact. And you know, it's weird I, with him because he's he always had that look where he threw kind of off his back foot and he had success doing it. So now he's doing it now and he's not having success, but it has the look of a quarterback who is like kind of in the late his stages legs. of his career. It's like our friend Brad, like, oh my God, look at his eyes. Has he been doing something? It's like, no, no, no. He always looks like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just Brad. Probably, yeah, that's just how it is, but you can't really compare like that. But uh, this, is a, this is a tough run for Pittsburgh though, because that Washington game, you know, a huge upset, no question. But I also felt like Washington played pretty well and kind of went toe to toe with them. Yeah. That was not like a fluky game where it's like, oh, they didn't see Washington coming. It's like, no, they, they actually like were trying to win that game and Washington just... Sure. Played pretty well. Um, and in general, I think the last five, six weeks, they just haven't looked like the same team. They've had, you know, real injuries and they can't run the ball. They can't. So I don't know how they fix that. It's weird. I, the Patriots were in this situation a couple times over the years where you look at these other teams and you're like, that team has five running backs. Right. And we don't even have one. Like, like today, Miami, they got, they brought that guy Bowden, who they was the discarded Raiders draft pick where they just decided this guy's too hot to handle and they just cut mm -hmm. him. And that guy had three or four really good plays in that chiefs game day. He's like their fifth string guy. The Steelers yeah. don't have that like random where this guy come from guy for whatever reason, but they always have him at receiver, but not a running back. Yeah, well, Bowden didn't run. I mean, he ran, he carried like once, I think. But no, but yeah, I mean, he right. was yeah. making yeah. plays though. Yeah. He had seven receptions. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. That team was down a lot of players too. And they, uh, they went toe to toe with Kansas city. Well, the big thing coming out of this game, Casey is now the one seed. Yeah. So this is just a phenomenal uh, last hundred hours for Casey. Right. Where you <laughs> you feel like you're probably headed for the two seed because of Pittsburgh's schedule. Maybe they lose the Buffalo game. That's it. All of a sudden, Pittsburgh loses twice in five days. Now, Casey is locked down the one seed unless they screw it up, which we'll talk about them in a second. There's an interesting Buffalo piece to this now. Buffalo's 10 and three. Pittsburgh's 11 and two. Pittsburgh is at Cincy next week, home Indy, home Cleveland, week 17 in a game that's really going to mean something for Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Buffalo's at Denver, at New England, home Miami. There's a world in which Buffalo finishes 13 and three and Pittsburgh, Cleveland knocks them. All of a sudden, Pittsburgh's the three seed. Oh, sure. Well, they only have to end up tied, right? Because they obviously right. they won tonight. They got the tiebreaker. So um, the only so thing is, it doesn't matter yeah. as much as it used to because, um, it's only the one buy this year because yeah, right. And what's ironic is I think Kansas City. I mean, nobody wants to play that first week, but if Kansas City didn't have the buy, would you? Uh, odds wise, I wouldn't put them at a much of a disadvantage playing three weeks. Whereas I feel like Pittsburgh needs the buy. Yes, um, Buffalo could use the buy. Teams like that could definitely use it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think Pittsburgh's. I mean, they'll beat Cincinnati this week, but I don't think they're catching the Chiefs at this point. Also, the wild cards in the AFC. Colts if, are the best. Colts are so they're the best wild card. But, but you have Cleveland that's nine and three, and then Miami yeah. who went toe to toe with the uh, 
Right. With the Chiefs today. And then you have Baltimore still kind of hanging around. They're playing tomorrow night. They're seven and five, but mm -hmm. they've had some bloodbaths with Pittsburgh over the years. So if Pittsburgh is two, that could be Miami. The, that could be the, uh, the Minka Fitzpatrick revenge game. I don't All know right. what side the revenge would be. Or Baltimore, a team that, you know, that game's going to be close. I don't care but who's if, on what side. If Baltimore loses to, I mean, I know they're not out of it, but we can almost name the seven teams in the playoffs if Baltimore loses tomorrow, right? Or they, yeah, I think, Miami I don't think Baltimore, I don't think Baltimore can lose again. Right. I think it's going to be, um, it looks like 11 and five, maybe 10 and six, but probably 11 and five for the wild mm -hmm. card. Cause you figure the dolphins would really have to fall apart. I guess they, well, they play at, at Buffalo in week 17. They have some tough games. They have the, they have, uh, the, your Patriots are now in spoiler road, uh, in roll, right? No, it's, it's, at, at it's Miami. worse than that. The Pats are six and seven and somehow not eliminated yet. Just yeah, put yeah. us out of our misery. Take us to the vet. <laughs> and put us down. No, don't don't give me more medication and radiation. Just just take us to the vet. We're done. Look at Bill. Look, Bill, you sound like you're sick of the puppy already. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're talking about the puppy at Paracorder later. Uh, yeah, the, Patriot, the, Patriots at Raiders at Bills. Not not easy for Miami, I guess. I didn't realize it was a uh, three three kind of tough ones. So. Well, the Raiders completely fell apart. Like, apparently, they fired their offensive coordinator at, during that game. No, Paul Gunther, the defensive coordinator, right? Or defensive coordinator, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they got Rod Mar Marinelli now, the ex Cowboys. Uh, I, I don't know what what's going on with that team. I mean, one of my rules is if you're firing your offensive or defensive coordinator in mid December, you're probably not going to be a playoff team. Right? Yeah, that's probably true. It's usually, usually a bad. So well, they should have lost to the Jets. I mean, they should really be way out of it by now. Well, this KC thing, we'll talk about it in a second. I had one more thing on Buffalo, um, the 2018 draft. Mm -hmm. Mayfield goes first. Darnold goes third. Josh Allen goes seventh. Rosen goes 10th. Lamar goes 32nd. Aliens are going to be studying this draft <laughs> 5,000 years from now, wondering what was going on. Right. So Allen turns out to be, I think, the best guy kind of pretty easily now if you're redoing this draft. I don't even think it's a debate. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a debate? No, I don't know why I'm a Sam Darnold apologist. And I think like if he had, <laughs> oh, if he no. had a different coach now, nah, you know what? He threw too many interceptions in college too. That was, that was a, that was a little bit of a reach, I think for the jets, but Josh Allen, I remember at the time people thinking that was okay. That was fine where it is between the two Josh's. He was probably better, but you like the UCLA pedigree with Rosen better than, uh, than Josh Allen. But yeah, that was a steal for the bills at seven. I think that was the most fun draft because people were either all in or all out on each guy. Mm -hmm. You right. went on down the line and everybody had this hardcore opinion. I remember house and I went to the masters that it, it was like right before when the draft was happening, we went to the CA party. We met Josh Allen. Oh, really? And I think I talked about it on my podcast. We were like really impressed with just kind of like his demeanor. And I remember thinking like, damn, that's the kind of guy I would want in the huddle. Mm -hmm. And then talked about it on my podcast. Like this was now a reason to take Josh Allen because he had a three minute interaction with <laughs> House and I at the CAA party. <laughs> but both of us were like, yeah, that guy's got something. And you, you could see that the, the team in general has a charisma to it. And I think it comes from him and Diggs. 
I think yeah. the Diggs thing, that's why that's one of the best trades in a long time. Best one for ones I can remember where both team would do it again right away. You never yeah. see, well, you never even see trades in the NFL. You never see them ones that work for both teams for sure. That was good. Let's not forget Mason Rudolph was drafted 76 by the Steelers. So is um, that true? Yeah, that same draft. I'm looking now. <laughs> I had forgotten when uh, they, I was watching the Cardinals game today and they showed Cliff Kingsbury mm. on the 2003 Pats because he was our sixth rounder. They just, for some reason, had totally forgotten that he was wow, I didn't a draft that pick too. Yeah. and was on the, uh, one of those Super Bowl teams. But do but, you think um, he has the nicest house out of any sixth round pick in history? No, Brady. I think Brady's still. Oh, is Brady's there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Bra yeah. Brady probably has nice yeah. There's some undrafted too. Romo's but good. you look at this stupid draft though. Baker first, Darnold third, Allen seventh, Rosen tenth. Just right. those four. And this is why teams are always going to take quarterbacks in the top 10 over mm -hmm. like the can't miss left tackle, the can't miss cornerback, the can't, because it's like, you have a basically a one in four chance of striking oil, which is what happened in this draft, but it's still worth it. You yeah. Know? And then Baker's like, eh, he's okay. Um, Darnold, we'll see. Rosen's a bust. And that's what it's like. You, those are basically, those are going to be your four options when you're drafting. And I way. think you have that every year, but they don't, yeah. the, 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 it's not the same kind of quarterback, more running quarterback, more like Josh Allen, more like Kyla Murray. They're all over. They're littered around the uh, NCAA. Right, right now. And that's why, you know, all the talk and we'll get to it about Carson Wentz and overcommitting mm. to these guys. Um, maybe it's not worth it, but then where do you spend your money? Because running backs aren't worth it either. Like Derek Henry should Derek Henry should every young running back in the league should buy anyone in his family a car because he's single-handedly keeping the running back long-term contract thing alive. Right. You I mean, don't, you you don't think Zeke Elliott did? <laughs> he single-handedly <laughs> killed it and now Henry <laughs> is trying to revive it and he's doing a good job uh, with it. Zeke Elliott, these poor people that are in their fantasy playoffs deciding whether to start him. Tell me about week it. 15, yeah. week 16. They're in their own private Zeke Elliott hell. You're in either way. You're in fantasy and real life hell with him. Oh, Zeke Elliott. He's, he's been so bad, but you know what? He's got a red cross by his name. I mean, oh yeah, I got to start him. I got to start him. <laughs> ah, he's played Cincinnati. Awful. Just um, <laughs> All right, we're going to come back and talk about the case again. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. If you're anything like me during a busy day at work, I need lunch that is just as fresh as it is delicious and easy. And the all-new Cantina Chicken Menu from Taco Bell is exactly that, made with high-quality ingredients like seasoned slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, shredded purple cabbage, and avocado verde salsa sauce. The new Cantina Chicken Tacos, burrito, and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell now. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo 
Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. So weirdest game of the day, Miami covers against the Chiefs. Yeah. And there are, I don't know, 27 different points in this game where it seemed like the Chiefs were going to win by at least 10 points, maybe 20, maybe 25. And well, well, it's funny. First of all, before you get into it, you text me when they're down seven, nothing like Sal, let us know when we should live bet this team. Cause we're, that's our big joke. And it's not the really chiefs, a joke, the chiefs. Yeah. And I was like, well, they're minus two ninety five, Uh, and then they went down 10, nothing. And it was my home threw a pick. Right, right, right. He threw a pick and he ended up throwing three picks. It was probably his worst game ever. And he still had almost 400 yards passing and they still yeah. should have covered. Like that's how good they are. That's how dynamic their offense is. They should have won. They're up 28, 10 at one point, but anyway, go, go through your thing. But they, I thought they should have covered, uh, uh, for many, many reasons. Well, yeah, you say it was one of Mahomes' worst games. I I still felt like he was kind of awesome in that game. Yeah. Like, one of those picks, the guy Odell it, mm-hmm. made like just a ridiculous, it would have been a ridiculous catch if the receiver made it. Another right. one was a miscommunication. and it, But it just seemed like you watch the Chiefs and you just think like anytime they want, they can get Tyreek open for like 45 yards. Yeah. Like it just feels like they have three different plays where it's like, Almost like in, like when uh, we're playing Tecmo Bowl in college, it's like, all right, I'll run the Bo Jackson play. Mm-hmm. I need to score here. He just both runs for 90 yards. The Tyreek thing, and then the other one they always have is the Kelsey thing. It's like third and 18, great. Kelsey, you just can you get 19 for us right here? And they just get it, and it doesn't uh, matter. What do you think of him? Do you think he's like Gronk, but is more versatile in how many routes he could run? Like, I feel like Gronk would get open, that was a guy like you, like, oh, you got a double team. Like, oh, crap. How can we double team the tight end? Then then the numbers don't match everywhere else. But he's like that. He's like, you mm. feel like you should throw it to him every time unless he's double teamed. And yet he's also running some fancy routes. I mean, that offense is stupid. That's Harlem Globetrotters football right there, right? Like, uh, Mahomes is throwing confetti in the lineman's eyes and then just, like, shovel passing. He's playing, <laughs> like, he's playing like three sports at once. He's playing football. He's playing a little baseball with sidearm throws. He's playing point guard, a little like, shovel pass and pointing out and running and taking a nice angle for a first down. He really kind of does it all. And yet... You thought like at one point he was going to throw the game away and they really shouldn't have. They should have won that. If you want to talk about the end, instead of running the ball, they, they should have taken three knees and covered that game. Yeah. All they, they kicked, all they needed was the field goal. Right. Somehow they're running plays. They end up getting a flag. They give Miami an extra 40 seconds. And then Miami, they finally did the thing that we always talk about all the time. They kicked the field goal first with 20 Smart. seconds left to get the onside. That's Second what everybody down. should do. Smart. There, Flores like, there's is, no way Anthony doing. Lynn would have done that. Anthony Lynn would have just kept going and going. Uh, back to Kelsey, yeah. though. It, it's weird, him versus Gronk, because I, I still think Gronk's the best tight end I ever saw, like removing Pat's bias aside because of the blocking. Because mm-hmm. the guy was like having an extra That's left true. tackle on top of all the other stuff. Kelsey's really like this kind of, you know, he can block. I don't, I don't think it's people considered his strongest thing, but it does seem like his routes are more creative than Gronk's were. And I don't know right. if it's because he has more space because when Hill's on the field and then you can put, you know, Hardman or one other fast guy, maybe it just opens up the middle in a different way, but he I seems think so. more open every game than anybody else in the league. He's probably a wide receiver getting paid as a tight end, right? Yeah. We think of like Darren Waller on the Raiders is kind of the same way. There's right. a couple of guys out there like that. But um, yeah, he's for sure uh, one of them. But oh man, I mean, just uh, 
the confidence in that drive. They had like third and one. It was getting sketchy, right? Like the Chiefs weren't maybe going to win. And it was like then fourth and one. It's like, all right, I'll just roll out and pass. And it, it worked, right? Was, oh, just, that was an awesome play. We killer. Just in case people didn't listening didn't see it. Fourth and one. The game's hairy. Mm-hmm. They quick shotgun to Mahomes. He immediately sprints right. Tyreek takes two steps forward and then just darts right running like a three, nine 40, like mm-hmm. in like an instant three, nine 40. And it's just all in one. It was like, unst- you watch it and you're like, they could run that play every time and get four yards. It's completely unstoppable. Unless one of them fucks it up. Here's how I know it just personally, like when it's fourth and one and my team's on offense and I need them to get a yard or two and they line up in shotgun. I'm like cursing. I'm throwing shit. I'm like, right. don't do it. Get under center. There's another option. There's a quarterback sneak. You could pretend that you're running the ball. Now you're yep. definitely passing it. You're not doing a quarterback draw. I'm okay with it with Pat, with Mahomes and the chiefs. Cause it almost Me seems too. to work every time. They are delightful to watch. I yeah. really enjoy it. So lost in this whole thing was it was kind of like a moral victory game for Miami. And I don't know what it means for them long-term, but I thought their defense had some spirited moments and got pressure and all kinds of stuff. Offensively, Tua was pretty good. I thought that was an encouraging game for him because they were trying some shit on him. They were, you know, sending different blitzes and they were pressuring him and, um, he took a couple bad sacks. He took that safety, which was bad. And they, he kind of made up the yards as the stats and garbage time a little bit, but overall that's yeah, that defense like screws with the little, also they were down. Parker was out. Uh, they were down two running backs. They were down a couple defensive players. Like yeah, I would, I would agree that that's a moral victory, but I didn't realize that, that the last three are as tough as they are. That's why, uh, that was what impressed me with the two thing, because here were their running backs. D Washington, DeAndre, who is the DeAndre Washington, who's the chief's fifth string running back who they got. He was the leading rusher 13 for 35. Patrick Laird was four for 19 and Bowden, who we mentioned earlier was one for two. Mm -hmm. That was their entire running game. Right. So they, the chiefs were just like, you guys aren't running the ball. Well, and then when they fall behind, it got even worse. But then you look at their receivers, (laughs) Bowden, Hollins, Jacecki, Grant, Shaquin, you know, not having Parker in there and still kind of hanging around. I was impressed. I don't know. The thing with the Chiefs is I don't know if they just get bored. And they also seem completely intent to prove that Edwards Hilaire is going to be good for them in January. Today, he was 16 for 32. And he he just, against certain teams, doesn't seem like he's big enough to move the line at all, right? No, you're right. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, I guess... Le'Veon Bell only had two carries. That was weird. It seemed like he had two right away up up front. But yeah, nothing needs to make sense with them. It really doesn't. They don't have to have 50 yards. They don't have to have 100 yards rushing. Tyreek Hill could run for, he had one carry for like 32 yards. I think that was that was the touchdown. So um, they're very weird. What they're not doing is kicking field goals from the 19-yard line. It did seem a little more aggressive today. And yeah. uh, that's the kind of Chiefs you want to bet on. I like that Miami team. I think they're going to get a wild card and probably lose in round one, but it'll be like a hard fuck game and we'll leave, you know, it'll be like the, uh, the old WWF scenario where like Tito Santana <laughs> almost takes the title from Backlund, but it usually, he wins your respect, but you know, Mid he's Carter. not going to win the whole game. Yeah. You're betting to uh, at Pittsburgh. I know you are first round. You're doing I might. it. Doing I actually it. might. I, I don't, I'm not impressed by this Pittsburgh Saturday game. night game. I bet that is, that'd be fun. Another quarterback that got people excited today, Jalen hurts. 
Mm-hmm. So I guess this was preordained because every conceivable tease was going to win today. And we all yeah. should have known that the Saints were going to fuck us over. And why would you trust Taysom Hill in a tease? I also meant to send to you and House FanDuel, the most bet on team spread wise with the Packers and the Saints. And they were about 87, 88% each. And they both lost by the spread. And Saints lost on the field. God damn it. Right. Um, Hurts, I guess he wasn't Carson Wentz, which was the best thing about him. But I did think he carried himself a certain way. And it seemed like the Eagles a team that was basically DOA and looked depressed and like they couldn't wait for the season. Then there was real signs of life on both sides of the ball with them today. And I don't know if it was the quarterback thing specifically, but you kind of have to deduce that's what it was, right? What would be different this week versus the last five? It was, they seemed energized by the QB. I guess so. I mean, one thing is the saints had gone 55 games without giving up a hundred yard rusher. And they gave yeah. up two to two. They gave up 106 to Hertz and 115 rushing to Miles Sanders. So that was weird. And like you said, the defense stepped up. They had five sacks. And well, what we wanted to learn is what we always say is, all right, these backup quarterbacks are great and they're fun to watch. And when they have a lead, but what happens when they're down 10, nothing? And that's yep. exactly what happened with Taysom Hill. Actually, he was down 17, nothing. And he just, much as we want to get on breeze, Taysom Hill just isn't throwing it long, right? You just don't get no. that Michael Thomas thing. If you have Alvin Kamara, anybody who has him in the fantasy knows that his stats go way down when Taysom Hill's there. And he didn't even really run the ball that well. I think he had, what did he have rushing? Like 30 yards or something, to 33 yards. So um, that just didn't line up at all for the Saints. I actually thought they should, have, they should have QB switched at halftime. Brian yeah. Jameis. You can't wait. You need Jameis in your life. I, I can't believe this Jameis thing. <laughs> there, how, how many teams could have used Jameis today? The teams you watch. I mean, right. like, how about the Giants? The Giants signed Colt McCoy over Jameis. And if they had right. signed Jameis, they wouldn't have had to play Daniel Jones today, who single-handedly murdered them. Terrible. It was just awful. Um, yeah. I, I just can't believe Jameis doesn't start for well, anybody. Well, what do you but, do? Because Breeze is going to come back probably Christmas week. So it's really next week is the only one. I don't see, I don't understand the Taysom Hill thing. I've never understood it. I don't mm-hmm. think he's a real quarterback. He, I just don't get it. Yeah. And it, you saw it today. It was like there, once they were down 10 nothing, I've, I felt like I was going to lose my bet. Yeah. He didn't look like a real quarterback today. That's for damn sure. That was rough. I'll tell you one other thing about the Saints. You know, the, I moonlight as the body language doctor from time to time. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't like their body language. I'm just, it's just a blanket statement. The <laughs> aggregators could take it. So whatever weird saints blog, take it for what you will. I don't like the body language of some of the guys during the game. It well, doesn't seem like a defense. I mean, defense doesn't seem like a happy team today. to me. Really? Huh. Something's well, they're, funky they're with that masks. team. How can you tell? They're all wearing masks. I mean, Man, you're a doctor. A couple the moments I, on the sidelines. I don't feel like their sidelines locked in. I don't, it seems like a, that seems yeah. like a team that's dying to lose in round one to somebody. Interesting. Well, they're out of the one spot right now. Green Bay's got it. Yeah. So we got, so Green Bay's now uh, tied with New Orleans, but they have the one spot. And Green Bay's not going to lose again. Probably not. I was looking at their Carolina, name. Tennessee at Chicago. It would yep. be hilarious if Trubisky knocked them out of the one seed and completed his Trubisky truth or uh, resurgence. Right, right. So then we have Seattle and the Rams are both nine and four. Seattle is the edge, but they play each other. So we'll know after that. That's week I thought 16. the Ram- the Seattle has the edge. I thought the Rams had the edge. Oh, whatever. I don't know. Well, Cor- we'll find Cornac- out. Week Cornacki has my head spinning. I'm not sure what to look at anymore. Cornacki, they need to move the TV higher. 
You notice yeah, they yeah, lower yeah. the TV so he crouches so he looks crazier? It's like, make the TV <laughs> the same size as Kornacki, and then he won't have to crouch. Yeah. Um, the three wildcard teams right now are Rams 9-4, and four, Tampa 8-5, and five, and Arizona 7-6. and six. That feels like the ones on the fringe are mini Chicago, San Fran, and the Giants. It feels like Rams, Tampa, Arizona is sh- where we should end up. I guess the big surprise... Um, for me today was, was that Kyler all of a sudden looked like Kyler Murray again. He was running around. He, I don't know what happened to him. He I don't did. know what happened the last four weeks, but he looked like the guy from September and October today. And I don't know what changed. Well, he did great. Yeah. He extended plays and drives and all that stuff. And he was against the giants offense, which, you know, I, I tweeted, I was talking about this. Like everyone's like, Oh, the giants love playing for Joe judge. Guess who gets a pass from all this? Jason Garrett. Who is now running the 15th best offense in the NFC? There's only 16 teams, Bill, in the NFC. He's number 15. And once in a while, I'll get like Gallman will rush for 80, 90 yards, and that's great. But, and I don't want to blame as bad as, bad as Daniel Jones was all on Jason Garrett, but that's not a good offense. I don't care, but, you know, I, I know you don't have to be uh, lights out to win the NFC East, but that was really bad. What did they have? Uh, 140 yards passing and 78 yards rushing against the team. Like this was this is a coin flip of a game at home. They should have won that. Even the game was over and then all of a sudden it wasn't because they scored and it was 20 to 7. They got mm-hmm. a stop. Um, cards yeah. punted, Giants had the ball. They're trying to put a drive together. It's like third and third and one, third and less than one. And they ran this fucking Danny Dimes timing um 25 yards field timing pass <laughs> over the shoulder player where the ball went out of bounds. I was like, right. what the fuck was that? That, right. was, that was the biggest play of the game. That was your play. Like yeah. if, he, if he completed it, it would have been the best pass that anyone threw in the game. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, how is that your play? And then yeah. the game was over. I, I don't understand. I'm with you. I don't understand. Um, well, so now why Washington the Giants win? offense is that I guess bad. Washington's the best team in that division. No, but we can't say that though, because Haskins finished the game. I know. Like Alex Smith do? is is limping to the finish line. No pun intended. Like I he's been to... hurt every game. Uh, they were examining his leg and they iced it and they put heat on it and they froze it. They did everything and then they're like, just fucking let Haskins play, please. We don't want anything to do with this. Um all right. Back to the Eagles for a second. The Jalen Hurts thing. Yeah. We, let's just, every sports show is going to do it. So we should probably do it. The, uh, the Wentz conversation. Everybody's, everybody's saying, what do they do? Should they trade? It, it seems like they literally can't do anything. I don't think they can. Everyone's like, oh, trade him to the Colts. It's Frank Reich's problem. He'll do good with them. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. One's eating this contract, right? I know there's some creative ways to get around it, but that's just too much damn money. It's easier for the team to take them. So I did some research on this. Basically, if he gets traded by a certain day, you don't, he's only owed his 2021 and 2022 salaries. And it's basically a two-year, $47 million deal. Right. So if you're the Colts and Frank Reich's like, I love this guy. Go mm-hmm. look at his stats the last couple of years. Like, I, I can fix this guy. We have a quarterback anyway. Maybe you do it. The problem is, no matter when they do it, the Eagles just get crushed. You know, they, they could save... Right. 25.4 million in salaries in 2021 and then 50 million in 2022 for guaranteed. But, um, they're just in in the hole for 30 million minimum if they trade them, no matter how they massage it. 
But the weirdest thing is they gave him that extension before his rookie deal even played out, which I never understand when teams do that in football. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's, I mean, he hasn't survived the last three, the three out of four Decembers. Yeah. He had major knee, knee injury. Yeah. You also have the franchise tag, which you can always use if you don't agree to a mm -hmm. term. I, I don't understand the whole concept of locking him down way before you need to, when you're not even positive what he is yet mm -hmm. is weird. So anyway, I don't see how they trade him. If anything, you would, you would try to build Jalen Hurts's value up to try to trade him. Right. Yes, exactly. I think that's the way to do it. But uh, so then how long does he have to play to build his value, though? Like through the rest of the year, at least. Right. Well, they're, somehow they're not out of the uh, NFC. I know. They're screwed. Uh, they might be screwed worse than the Cowboys, which is exciting. Maybe Wa for now. It goes week to week. Washington six and seven, mm -hmm. but they have Seattle, Carolina and Philly left. And that yeah. last game's at Philly. So Philly's only a game and a half back. If they could somehow run the slate, and I don't even have who their last three games are because I didn't care enough to put them in the No, stocking. Philly's got a tough... Philly had, yeah, always had a tougher than ever. It's pretty hard. But if Washington lost to Seattle next week, it's at least conceivable Philly could run the slate. Your stupid team is somehow still alive. That That's another team that needs to go to the vet. The Philly, <laughs> speaking of going to the vet, the Philly is at the vet. No, Philly is at Cardinals, at Cowboys versus Washington. So, Oh my God, they could absolutely win those three. Must win though next week. Otherwise, that's a, a cross off we could do uh, together. We'll do it over the phone. Those are all winnable. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they do with Wentz, but I'll tell you this: it, I be hard pressed to find an Eagles fan who's like, "No, no, no, Wentz is our guy." Stay after with him. today. <laughs> Hertz was just good enough that there's no way you can make the case for Wentz. Yeah, and then they'll hate Hertz uh, the first half next week against Arizona. He'll go like three and out, and that'll be that. All right, one more break, yeah, and then uh, then we're going to do guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, Visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on Cars.com. All right, some fun stuff from today just to hit really quick. So Washington, they basically have no quarterback anymore. They've had to play Haskins, who was, I don't, I don't even know if he was suiting up. I don't know where he was. Was he involved in practices? This is a guy everybody thought they are going to get rid of after the season. Gets thrown in and actually, like, let it drive. Um, they're just doing this headless horseman gimmick thing. But their defense is good. And Chase Young 
seems like a potential generation generational yeah. uh superstar defensive line he like rips that, this the guy's ball. like scoring touchdowns yeah i know he's like an offensive player <laughs> he should be a, a running back for them but yeah you're right with haskins it's like that was i hate to be morbid with taking pets to the vet and um, <laughs> I, know. I mean what's the worst it's like the cancer treatment you avoided for the longest time like all right we got to put him in. any washington fan we know that we're friends with they're like no yeah yeah of course it makes sense no he's done Haskins yeah he, he's not ready though he's just not ready or like he's not ready what yeah. everybody's ready it's week 14 what are you doing well somehow we might be headed for a scenario where Dwayne haskins is going to be a round one playoff quarterback right I don't know if Allen is going to be back in time. Who knows with Alex Smith, but it's at least conceivable that Dwayne Haskins will be starting a playoff game. And if that happens, just activate your mortgages. Well, yeah, they can't it, make that line high enough. It's funny because last week we talked about the giants were looking good, right? Like, okay, they're going to be the four seed. Like all of a sudden that four five line shrunk to like five, four and a half, five, five and a half right in there. Yes, you're right. If Haskins is a quarterback in the first round, against Tampa Bay or I don't know who else, who the hell else would it be? It's Seattle or the Rams. That's seven or eight, nine, right. in there. it might be double digits. Do you think if Haskins, the quarterback, Washington would run an offense where they just kneeled three times and kick because their defense would have a better chance of scoring. Yeah. Right. So you kneel, you try to knock off like three minutes and then you punt it back. It's not bad. Hope your D makes a play. Just yeah. tell Haskins, like just, yeah. Haskins finishes Give, with throw a, some minus screen, 110. Screen, screen passes to Chase Young. Try to figure out a way to <laughs> move the bring, ball. Bring Chase Young in like the fridge. Right. Uh, more fun stuff. The Chargers, just when you think Anthony Lynn has run out of ways to do fun stuff, <laughs> the end of the first half was epic. It was just <laughs> epic. They, they, do, they try to get a first down. They don't get it. It's fourth and inches. They decide to send the field goal team out. The field goal team doesn't get out in time. They get Not nothing. Even close. The announcer is <laughs> screaming, no, no. I, If I'm Anthony Lynn, I would have to say, and let's keep in mind, he was 12 and four two years ago. He lost. The right. Chiefs were also 12 and four. They lost the tiebreaker. They had to play a wild card game. But, oh my God. I, I would just say, hey guys, I'm sorry about the clock management. It's just the weirdest thing. I get explosive diarrhea with two minutes left in every half. And I just, <laughs> I just have start to thinking go. about it. And I, I, I have not, I, I can't focus on the <laughs> clock at all. And that, that, that's my problem. It's my fault. I, I don't know be... what goes on. And yet they won. Like the Falcons outchargered the, the Chargers. Or uh, it was like one of the, which was going to happen, right? It would be amazing if he just admitted he didn't realize there was a clock. i just assumed like when the halftime i just assumed that was arbitrary i didn't you guys are keeping a clock Uh, i was watching manchester united and they (laughs) add time at the end of the game almost always they (laughs) had two minutes three minutes yeah oh man so then they pull out the win anyway and when the chargers pull out a last second win it's like jubilation surprise Mm mm-hmm disbelief <laughs> it's like it's like a sports movie whoa we didn't fuck one right up. well it wasn't disbelief for me because i had atlanta and matt ryan threw two picks within you know a minute and 20 clock time yes there is a clock and then they came down and badly kicked that field goal that was impressive i will say Matty ice i don't know how right. atlanta does it i feel like we have some form of this conversation every every <laughs> sunday but matt ryan probably the person the most people have regret- regretted betting on over the last 10 years? Oh, 10 Cumulative, years. cumulative bets. Cumulative oh, bets. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. I don't, I'm not even sure who else would. Uh... Because he has this way of sucking you back in where you think, ah, the Falcons, they got a little something going. I, I think they figured it out or they know who they are now or right. oh, they got a little momentum. And then that's when he does what he did today. Stafford, Cousins. I'm trying to think who would else who else would be in the mix there. I mean, out of the active players. Stafford, Cousins. Uh, Phil, Phil Rivers. Rivers. Rivers for sure. Stafford, Jay Cousins. Cutler. I don't know if Jay Cutler did oh, 10 yeah. years long no, enough, but Jay Cutler was definitely in there. That yeah, counts. I was listening to House on Friday. He was the, on the Ringer NFL show telling Warren Sharp how much he loved the Falcons, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking Matt Ryan. Yeah, This is right. what he does. He, he pulls people back in so he can kick them in the nuts again. It's funny. Our friend Hanch on text with, with me and you and House was like, oh, I love Denver today. I bet Denver. I did so well. I was like, don't tell people you bet Denver. Don't tell people you bet Denver or Atlanta. Just keep that to yourself. Right. You Seriously. got lucky. Well, don't ever tell anyone something like that. What's wrong keep with it, you? Keep it like a private shame. Yeah. Speaking of shame, the Trubisky truthers are back. <laughs> They've activated the Bears. Trubisky's looked... Looked frisky, frisky, right. risky, and uh, and we're heading toward three weeks left of and the Bears not out of the playoff race. Did we now. cross them off? We didn't cross them off. Uh, yeah, we unfortunately did. We have to uncross them. <laughs> That's a, no, we're we third uncross. No, we don't. <laughs> we're good. Well, they have at Minnesota, at Jacksonville, and then home Minnesota. Right. Minnesota two out of the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Trubisky, I mean, maybe he wanted to give it back to the fans of which there were none that, you know, they, they passed on Watson like, all right, this is what you got. I'm going to show you. <laughs> it looked like they could have scored 55 points. Weird. game. There was one, they scored a touchdown and it cut to one guy in the stands. And the announcer's like, there's a lone bears fan <laughs> enjoying the touchdown. Like unironically, I was like, Oh my God. Right. This is, this is 2020. It's that, uh, Another hero from today, Dan Bailey, who God somehow didn't get cut last week after a harrowing uh, escape against the Jaguars that ended. We talked about last week how they drove in overtime to the five-yard line before they felt safe enough letting him kick the game winner. Today, he cost them at least the cover. That Tampa game was way closer than the Kill final me. score. And I, I continue to not be impressed by Tampa. And I think it's yeah. it's too late now to expect them to be any sort of a threat. That was one of my best bets. Minnesota plus seven. I bought it up to seven and a half. I'm bragging about it on every stupid show I'm on. And they come out and they score. And Tampa looks listless coming off a bye. And I don't think I've ever been angry at a kicker that wasn't on my team for three hours more than I was Dan Bailey. And like we, we should have known it. And then they march him out there for a 54-yarder after he missed one field goal. This is before another miss, actually. He missed an yeah. extra point and a field goal. These field goals were off by as as much as they were long. Like it was ridiculous. And the, I we, we yes, we needed those 10 points to cover. And Tampa Bay would have uh, maybe tried harder in the waning minutes. But and then that pass interference that 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 killed me. Like, is there you can't start calling pass interference on uh on Hail Marys. You just can't do it, right? I thought that was a rule unless you hit somebody with like a two by four. Right. They yeah. It's going to be it. bad if they do that. And th nothing's uncatchable anymore. Not a single pass in the league is uncatchable anymore. They don't throw that flag. Well, at one point they showed Bailey and it was like, oh, for three. And there was a missed field goals from 38, 47 and 52 or whatever. And he was just on the sidelines. Right. I felt, I weirdly felt bad for him. He used to be your kicker for a while. Of course. Yeah. He was good before he became awful. Like that, that's what happens with these guys, but he landed with Minnesota and he hit his uh, deficiencies. And then we saw him today, but yeah, 
Tampa didn't have to do much, I guess. What was he? Just under 200 yards, two touchdowns, no yeah. picks. Whatever with that team. Whatever. It, it's it's a weird disjointed team. Yeah. They're never impressive for more than 20 minutes at a time. When you have Jay Glazer, God bless him, checking in with, you know, there's a lot of uh, lot of talk about how Bruce Arians and Tom Brady aren't getting along. I'll have you know that they did plan on golfing this week during the bye, but the league poo-pooed it. So everything's fine in camp between time. <laughs> it's crazy oh my God. what they're checking in on these days. <laughs> I'm told that Bruce Arians bought something on TB12. He right. bought five ginger shots and a, and a soothing bomb. I'm trying uh, to re- get the receipt, but until then, you're going to have to take my word for it. Uh, they definitely hate each other. Well, I don't know if Tom's capable of hate, but he definitely, Bruce will not be the coach next year, would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, one other hero from today, Jonathan Taylor, who swung some fantasy leagues, who became the guy we were kind of waiting for for a while. I, in my, yeah. in my uh, league with my high school college people, um, I traded Deshaun Watson for Taylor like six weeks ago because I was like, Taylor, as the season goes along, he's going to whatever. And then he was just awful and fumbling and, I felt like I had made like the worst trade of my whatever, but he see every year there's always that one running back mm-hmm. first year guy, second year guy in week 14, 15, 16, who becomes like the guy who swings fantasy leagues. It might be Taylor. Just a moose of it. I mean, give him the ball 20 times again. I think like Derek Henry is one of the few backs that you could do this with right now. 20 times, 150 yards. And, and he catches that stuff. With yeah. He catches balls and Hines is in that. They, they just, um, they thrash teams like on the road too. Like that's why yeah. this team could maybe make noise in uh January. It doesn't really come down to what Philip Rivers, what kind of day he's having that that much, right? Like he has to do, he's okay. He was about 240 with a couple of intercept. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you're going that against that Raiders defense, which you saw against the Jets. So maybe you shouldn't give him too much credit, but the Colts are impressive more weeks than not. One other thing to note. So in the keeper league that we started this year, I mm-hmm. started, I forced you to join. <laughs> um, the guys that got knocked out, we had six teams that didn't make it. So we came up with this intercontinental championship idea right. where the six teams that didn't make it, they got to stay alive. We had them a week 14, four advance. And basically like they win the intercontinental, whoever wins, wins the intercontinental title. They figured out some side piece to go. I was right. really proud of myself. Everybody's still good. involved in week 14. I never liked that fantasy would just end in week 13. And then there's like a whole month left. And yeah. So what did they it. do? They just, uh, well, the only other thing is for them to bet on us, the big boys who are in the, in the play. Well, you and I have buys, right? So we play, uh, right. Next We're week. playing what, this week. So what did the the losers bracket? They had two buys. They did it like the winners, like the same kind no, of No, they did. It was just the six head to head, top four advance, and then week fifteen uh, it'll be one against four or two against I three. See. Oh, that's smart. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So David Chang's um, gotta make his money back somehow. He owes Well, me. he lost. He's out. Oh, he's done already. <laughs> he's figured out, we figured out another way for him to lose this year. And people oh, said no. it couldn't be done. Oh, uh, cross-offs. We've crossed off the Jets, Jaguars, Bengals, Texans, Chargers, Panthers, Bears, Lions, Falcons, Broncos. We uncrossed the Giants and Pats. I don't I think, think we, we should, should uncross. I think we should just keep, because then we get, now we're going to be behind, right? No, we'll keep the Bears crossed off. I think we should recross the Pats because I don't see it happening. Are we going to end up having too many teams left? No. Are you sure? No, we're fine. The only other team I would think of crossing off 
Yeah, you the Niners. Yeah. The Niners are right there. The Niners are ready for the ride to the vet. Right. That's the one. That's the one. They don't look great. I I, mean, Mullen, I don't know what happened there. Mullins didn't seem like he had to do too much to uh, stay in that game. But Mullins Washington is defense. top five worst body language of a QB this year. <laughs> you don't like his body even, language? Even when he's throwing for 300 yards, it <laughs> seems like even he's surprised. Yeah, right. And then when something bad happens, he has... He walks off the field with a, a demeanor like, I fucking knew it. I knew I was going to fuck up. Yeah, God yeah, damn yeah. it. Yeah, he's Jesus. not a Kyle Shanahan quarterback. I'm like, all right, let's do guest the lines. Hey, there's a reason FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple to use. Great odds on different betting markets. Fun bet types like same game parlay. Exclusive always on promotions. And if you win, they even get your winnings safely in as little is 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel letting you bet, place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Place a bet on any game, FanDuel will refund you up to 1000 back. If you don't win your first bet, no strings attached. Place any bet you want. If you win, keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. We're going to do guest alliance in one second. We're going to talk about some of the games we like. I like this week 15 slate. Stay tuned for that. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, I don't know what you're waiting for. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. Be sure to sign up with promo code BS so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code BS. You must be 21 plus present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee, First online real money wager only. Site credit non-withdrawable expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700 in Colorado. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Week 15, Sal's favorite. Normally, pre-pandemic, <laughs> yeah, when they were shopping and holiday right. parties and stuff like that, this would be the week Sal's wife would really, really turn on him yeah. in some dark ways because he'd have the Thursday night, the two Saturday night games, and then all day Sunday. And at some point, it would just get chilly. Not just in your house, in my house as well. Yeah. This um, is the week on Saturday, this Saturday, I would have to go to the mall with the kid. This is where you buy the kid's gift for mom, right? Right. And you end up walking there and you're trying to check your phone for scores and you're like, damn it, freaking pick a blouse or, uh, for, uh, you know, like cocktail earrings or something. We got to get out of here. And it ends up being two hours and you lose a kid and then you have to buy cards and stuff. But yeah, now it's nice. We could just do this from home and yeah. not miss any of the action. Well, one of the games is decent, at least. We'll do yeah. Thursday night first, though. Raiders Chargers. Mm -hmm. We needed to get Anthony Lynn in prime time one more time. I'm excited. I know you're excited. The game is in <laughs> Vegas. Vegas has major dissension right now. Um, I God only knows. Plus, you put this on a Thursday night. God only knows what's going to happen. You have a bit this week? I have a bit this week, and I've won seven in a row, and I don't want to miss this pick, and I have to go straight up. Uh, well, get, guess the line first, and then we'll discuss it. I have the Raiders by three and a half. Uh, all right. So I, the cheating starts early for you. I said four and a half. It is exactly three and a half. Sell me on the Chargers. And I mean, this, this just seems too low a little bit. I know the Raiders have been disastrous in their own way, but. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to sell you on the Chargers in the following way. The Raiders have been complete dog shit <laughs> for like three straight weeks. All right. right? Yeah. 
They've been really bad three weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm looking this up. This seems like one of those games where nobody should be really favored by more than a field goal over anybody else. Can the Chargers yeah. potentially beat anyone by two touchdowns? Because I feel like they're always in it at the end. The other team's always in it. Raiders last three weeks, they lost Atlanta 43-8. They oh, lost, yeah. they beat that the Jets in that stupid Greg Williams game. Crushed the Jets. <laughs> then they got killed by Indianapolis. Wow. So that's why the line is probably fair. All right. It's a rough um, one. And they beat them, they beat them what, 26, the 31-26. Back in November, the Raiders won. My yeah. advice would be not to bet on this game. Saturday, Bills at Broncos. Mm-hmm. Broncos officially kind of looking December frisky. Uh, we got we still have to stay away. We, we still can't okay. touch them. Can't Plus, this it. is a classic Bills coming off. Right. You know, an awesome week. There's been all Josh Allen stories all week. People right. talking about how cruel is it the Bills Mafia doesn't get to enjoy this. And mm-hmm. This team has a chance. And people on the talk show, I'll tell you what, I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Yep. I think they are. You have those guys. Yep. And then they fall down 10 nothing to Denver on Saturday. Did I had, you, the, I had oh, this ahead. exact. No, I hit it exact. So go ahead. See, see what you can do. You hit it exact. I, I had sure the Bills did. by four and a half. Oh, you should have said four. Four's, Four. four's right. Yeah. Okay. Stay away. <sighs> Two stay away so far. I like that Broncos. I like their skill guys. Yeah, but I, when they no-show, they really no-show, right? Actually, what what's their... Let's look at this for a second. What's their last three? Damn it. I said I made fun of Hench and the Broncos, and here I go. Now I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, they, had, they were good last week, too. They lost 31-3 to the Saints. They lost 22-16 to the Chiefs. They beat the Panthers. They're uh, but that the Saints game was the one they had no quarterback. Before that, they beat the Dolphins 20 to 13. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they had yeah. a good last month. They, yeah. they just had that one weird COVID oh, game. Oh God. All right. Lock. I love Hench <laughs> bragging about betting. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of the best mornings I've ever had. Oh my God. I had such a great run today. And then I won on the Broncos. Now I'm going to do some lifts. <laughs> the other one is uh Packers at home against the Panthers. Every week, the Packers play someone terrible. I don't know how they pulled it off. Did <laughs> the Packers ever play anyone good? Mostly in their division. Well, they played Tampa Bay and they got slaughtered. Um, right. Who did they beat? That was good lately. Not, not too many. I guess they played Indy. Right. They, they could have they could have won that game, but they played New Orleans and Tampa. By my count, those are the only three teams with the winning record they played. Yeah, because that division is falling apart. And right? then they're finishing with Carolina, Tennessee, Chicago. Tennessee could give them trouble. Where Tennessee is that Tennessee game? Get... Where is that game? Is that in uh, Tennessee? That's gonna be in Green Bay. Yeah. It's a December twenty seventh game. I'm gonna bet we don't see Al Michaels for that one. <laughs> Where what happened to Al? Al's, Al's got the best <laughs> the best gig right now. I'm so happy for that dude. We we love Al Michaels on this show. I was like, eh, Lambo December 27th pass. Yeah. Send yeah, to Rico. <laughs> he didn't do Buffalo December 13th. He's not doing Lambo <laughs> on the 27th. Oh, that's a Sunday night game. I see. Al's marking the schedule. It's like <laughs> LA, yes. Buffalo, no. <laughs> Philly, eh, I kind of like Philly. Yes. Yeah. You guys do this. Anything north of uh, Topeka, I'm out. <laughs> Anything that's not three hours or less direct, right? <laughs> give it to Tariko. Um, 
All right, so I have Green Bay favored by uh, eight and a half over Carolina. Ah, uh, shit. I said ten and a half. It's nine. They they don't blow that, right? The Packers haven't had their game yet this year when they lose the really stupid game to a shitty team. Unless you want to say it was the Minnesota game when they lost 28-22. But you yeah, know that right. every year they have that game where they lose like 38 to 9. Yeah, yeah. Against somebody who finishes 7 and 9 for the season. Didn't they what? wasn't this a game like McCaffrey got stopped at the goal line in the snow? Was yeah. that last year or 2 years ago? Was that last year? Yeah, they well, do we get McCaffrey in this game? I don't know. We were almost supposed to get him this week, but that would make it fun. I didn't. I gotta say, I didn't watch two minutes of that Panthers uh, Broncos game, so I don't know if they should have come back or what. Didn't make the cut. Sunday's no. marquee game will be the Chiefs and the Saints. It's taking place in Kansas City. Yeah. Do we get Drew Brees for this game? It seems like maybe. I heard not till the Christmas week, which is like a night game, the following week. So. Before I watched both of these teams today, I would have said like Chiefs by three and a half, but I bumped this to six. I don't, wow. I don't see how Taysom Hill can be less than six points in Kansas City. I said four and it's three and a half. So I get that. Yeah, fuck that. That's stupid. Do you think that goes up? I just think Taysom Hill is not winning in Kansas City. It's not in Kansas City. Well, that's why I got it wrong. <laughs> I'll take him however I can get him. That's a win. It's in New Orleans? <laughs> Almost positive it's in New Orleans. Check. Right? God. They were on the road. Damn Wait. it. Wait, let me see. <laughs> it's in New Orleans. Say. It is in oh, New Orleans. I deserve to lose. That's a Tony Romo game. Jim Nance. Yep. I still think, though, the Chiefs could win that by a touchdown. I totally would have said Chiefs by three and a half. Yeah. Oh, well. Unforced error by me. The watchables only have three. First mm -hmm. one, I'm just putting this in because it just has the feeling of something magical happening. Bucks at Falcons. I knew you were going to say that. I was just pointing right to it. You know this will come down to the wire mm -hmm. and something dumb will happen and, and some sort of cover that was going to be a cover ended up not being a cover with like a minute left is my prediction. And this is one of the ones they play again week 17, right? They haven't played yeah. yet? Yeah. This is going to be such a dumb game. I can't wait. I have the uh, Bucks favored by four in Atlanta. Oh man, you got it. you got it exact. I said five. Yeah, it's an untouchable game. Anything with Matt Ryan is untouchable at this point. That Bucks team is so weird to watch. They have so many weapons on paper. Yeah, and yet it's just a lot of like Brady strolling off kind of seeming confused by something on third and eight mm -hmm. after an incompletion where it's one guy was supposed to go one way and they didn't. And then the announcer is like, well, once they get on the same page, it's like, it's week 15. Yeah. And it's, they'll scare you with a Scotty Miller touchdown. Like, Oh no, that's this a is, nice this throw. Is, this is his comfort zone, right? Yeah. Everything about it. Ronald Jones is like getting goal line carries. It's, it's working. They're pressuring the quarterback. And then you, you leave the, you leave the game with like, I don't know. This team could easily lose in the first round. Brady's comfort zone is a short, wet receiver. Yeah. It's like his, it's like <laughs> his, 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 uh, binky right. his blanket. <laughs> Next watchables game. Dolphins, Pats. I, I put this on here just for the, uh, the passing the torch potential of, uh, no, I told you this is, I mean, Miami Flores always, Belichick. always screws them, right? This is, yeah. this is where you're going to do the same to, uh, oh, the heel. This is it. Yeah, they play spoiler. Have they played yet this year? 
They have, right? Uh, they have beat them early in the year when they had Fitzpatrick, right? That's in right. New England, back when uh, Cam could throw a ten-yard pass. <laughs> I have the Dolphins by four over the Pats. Right. Good. I have three and a half, and it's three, so I get that one. Oh, that that line's dumb. Okay. Next one is Seahawks against Washington. I just think Washington, just out of respect to what they did the last week, have to be put in the watchables for a week. Plus, I have no sure. idea who their quarterback's going to be. Right. Um, it's in Seattle. It's in no. Seattle, right? It's I not in Seattle. So. It's in Washington. Uh, I think it's in Washington. Let's let's make sure. This is fun. This is a fun new uh, element to the game where we check where the games. Yeah, Washington's Washington's home. That's not going to change my pick because I had Seahawks by five. All right. Damn it. You get it. Why should you get that? You don't even know where that game is. I said five and a half. It's four. So you're up four to three right now. Russell Wilson just padding his his uh, MVP case with the Jets. He'd like four touchdown passes yeah. in an hour. That was fun. On there. I don't know. I feel like the Jets now are, you know, the Jets scored first in seven games this year. A lot of times it was three, nothing, but they scored for, first in more games than they didn't. And then yeah. they just, but now I feel like they're just like, they're just, they're playing bad on purpose. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say tanking, but you know, when uncle Frank, uncle Frank, my uncle and Jimmy Kimmel alive, he'd say stupid things. He wouldn't be able to identify, you know, like, Oh, uh, you knew it was a bit versus him. Yeah, actually it's being, like, all yeah. right, I get it. But you, you could still pour milk in a glass. Right. So what, what do you do? I, I feel like the jets are doing that now. They're, they're stepping up their game and like, it's like, all right, it's uh now you're acting. You're this the bad. Jets you just compared the Jets to Uncle Frank, and I think you pulled it off. <laughs> well, it was well done. He's New York <laughs> for many, many years. Okay, okay. <laughs> so bad that team. This past season, technology took sports viewership to the next level. We had announcers calling games; they weren't even in the arena. We had we had uh, virtual fans. Think of all the stuff we had that made sports seem as close as possible to the sports we're used to. Well, when it comes to hiring for your business, one solution has been advancing technology for years and advancing its technology. ZipRecruiter. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology, I repeat, powerful matching technology, identifies people with the right skills and experience, invites them to apply to your job. It's a winning formula. No wonder Four to five employers will post on ZipRecruiter. Get a quality candidate within the first day. So if you want to step up your hiring game, give ZipRecruiter a shot. You've got nothing to lose. You can try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. What are you waiting for? Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Barely watchables. I got three. Colts are home for the Texans. I yeah. put this one in here because... These games always end up, even though this is a weird division that's lost us incredible amounts of money over the years. Right. Colts Texans games are always kind of something weird happens. Saw it last week. It was 26 20. They fumbled yeah. at the goal line. Something Watson. weird will happen in this yeah. game. I had the Colts by seven and a half. Uh, I got it exactly. I said seven. Okay. You wouldn't tease that, though. You, you, I would you not. I you can't I'm trust a, betting against Watson now. You can't put right. Phil Rivers in a tease. It's illegal. <laughs> right. Vikings are home for the Bears. 
have this in the barely watchables because the Vikings, whatever's going on with them each week, it's somehow compelling. Mm-hmm. And then the Trubisky truthers, you're, yourself yeah. included. Love it. I, the Vikings by three and a half. I said three and a half also. It's three. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that's a must win. I guess it's a must win for both. Oh, they're both six and seven. Why do in your head, did you think Minnesota was at a better record? For a second, I did. <laughs> it's I- incredible that either of those teams are a game from, yeah. from 500. Makes no sense. Last one, barely watchable is Cardinals, Eagles. I, you could have made a case for this in the watchables just because of the Jalen Hurts thing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was like incredibly fun to watch today. He was just competent, but I'm yeah. not going to be like telling my grandkids about Jalen Hurts' first start. He was fine. It's just, he was so much better than what Wentz was giving them that it seemed like he was unbelievable. Yeah. I have the uh, Cardinals favored by six over the Eagles. Uh, I said six and a half. It's five and a half. Who gets it? You. I get it. You like that. You like that teaser, Arizona. You think they're I, trending I'm done in with the right Arizona. direction. I, really? I'm, I'm done with trying to figure out what's going on with Kyler Murray week to week. <laughs> All of a sudden today, he's running around. He's making shit happen. I, I don't get it. You've lost right. me, Kyler Murray. Poop fact of four games. 49ers, Cowboys in Dallas. Oh, come on. We're back. Why is this a poop factor game? <laughs> Let's see it. It's full we are sewage. Back. You saw what the Red Rifle did? He went back to his hometown. He, mm. he took up residency. He's like, I'm the boss here. I have the 49ers by three in Dallas. Yeah, I went. I don't know. I got too excited for that win. I don't know why. I said Dallas by two. So you're going to get it because it's Niners favored by one and a half. Okay. You Stay actually could away. win that game. Stay away. Titans no are home against the uh, Detroit Lions. No, I'll tell you in advance. There's no line here. I would have said I would have said seven, but they don't yeah, know if it's Chase Daniel, eight. Chase Daniel or Stafford. Hmm. Maybe that's a R- teaser game. Ravens Jaguars in Baltimore. Damn, uh, I have Ravens by thirteen and a half. I don't know why. Oh, we split this. I said twelve and a half. It's thirteen. So wait, hmm. let me add this up here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, I thought I did very well this week. I didn't two, three, four, five, six. You're up eight, six, two, three, mm. four, five, six. Yeah. All right. Damn. Uh, well, I'm about to be up nine, six, because our next one is Rams at home against the Jets. I got Rams by 16. I got 16 and a half at 17. Uh, Back in it. And let me tell you, that Sunday night game, I'm off a half a point, but you'll probably get it. That Rams-Jets um, game is a classic... How many points are the Jets going to score in that game game? Like, if you're yeah. scared of the minus 17, are the Jets getting the 10 points? Right. Yeah. No, probably no, not. No. Probably not. No. That's going to be a tongue twister game because Aaron Darnold on Sam Donald, the Darnold, the whole time. Uh, the, oh, my God. That's going to be the uh, every single, every other play. It's going to be that. So the Rams are going to be 10 and four, and then they're at Seattle week 16. And we should probably bet this division because I think the Rams are going to win the division. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, I won Fox bet live and I want to bet the Rams to win the conference. I think. Oh yeah. People are sleeping on them. Right. You know, I got them before the year. So I, yeah, you did like I put them in my pocket. Sorry. But I also had the Steelers before the year, which now I feel terrible about because I think I wish I could have sold that one on eBay. (laughs) Did you buy Aaron Donald for, uh, for our, Defensive MVP? No, I didn't. 
I did at three to one, but it looks like TJ Watt was a favorite going into this week. They're both so good, but they're, they're both kind of like they do the same thing. I would vote for Chase Young if Washington made the playoffs because he's like that guy's unbelievable. <laughs> well, he'll win a, a defensive rookie of the year for sure. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night game is Browns Giants. It's in New York or mm-hmm. New Jersey. Giants fans are in a tough spot here with Danny Dimes because it's clear he's not the answer. But how do you get a quarterback? Like they're they're right. their draft picks not going to be quite good enough to get them, so they're going to have to take a flyer on somebody in that ten to fifteen range, or you do the free agent thing, or you take somebody else's guy that you know the the Sam Darnold type. They can't. That's probably not going to work for them. I either. bet they stick with them. I that's bet they a, stick with them. I feel like that's the solution too. Yeah, they've had a little run. They've had wide receiver injuries. Uh, they'll say, "Oh, what if Barkley's back? Maybe it's different." Joe Judge is a savior, but again, Jason Garrett's calling the shots here. So they flex this to Sunday night. They flex the Cowboys out of it, and uh, this was a an exciting game for a couple of days. I have the Browns by four and a half over the Giants. Look at this. Look at this. We're tied. I said three. It's three and a half. That's stupid. But I'm two points off on the last one. So you should get it. Four, five, six, seven, eight to three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm two points off. I'm telling you now. Monday night, Steelers, Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to matter for this line. I have the Steelers by 13. Yeah, you win the week. I said 10. I don't know why I said 10. I was dumb. It's 12. Hmm. All right. So the Steelers aren't losing that game. Regardless yeah. of what you just saw, Baltimore's not losing to Jacksonville. Let's find one more three teamer. You don't want to take Green Bay over Carolina. You're right. They haven't had their weird snow game yet. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to the world of college football, Bill. It's conference championships, winners all over the place. What about bringing the Panthers to 19 in Green Bay? Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't like that idea? I don't know. We also haven't seen a 45 10 out of Green Bay. <laughs> Oh, I, well. Listen, I would be fine bringing the Rams to seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ravens to three, Rams to seven, Steelers to oh, two. Oh, Rams will have seven. They'll, yeah. Yeah. Halfway Call through that. the first quarter, they'll be up ten. Call that one in. That's good. We're in. Damn, you um, won the week. What does this mean? This is, uh, it might not be catchable now. I have nine, yeah, four, I have, nine four, and two through 15 weeks. Good. Son of a bitch. Yeah, playoffs. Yeah. One thing I saw, I watched some preseason basketball today. Mm. And I watched them yesterday too. You're a big Lamelo, a big Lamelo fan now. What was he? Over for five. I thought Lamelo was compelling. He's all over the map. Like really? he made four awesome plays, a couple turnovers, but he's mm-hmm. definitely fine. He won't win Rookie of the Year. KD at thirteen to one for MVP is. I'm putting it on your radar. Really? Yeah. I don't think he'll win it, but I just think those odds are really good because he looks like he did two years ago. So the idea is. Help me with this, because I put Luca. I bet Luca, but Luca's Luca's gonna win unless he gets hurt. Because he went from twenty-one to twenty-nine points a game, and he's what he turns in February. He turns what? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. His team's a little better this year. And the idea being, doesn't matter what the Greek freak does. Only a handful of players. Very small nobody's handful. voting for him. Yeah, no one's winning three in a row. But the other idea is, don't you have to aside from Westbrook in sixteen? Don't you have to have a top two seed? Is Dallas gonna do that? No, or, because the top two seeds probably, unless Davis is awesome for the Lakers, right. I don't see either the top two seeds having whatever. 
Luca at plus 410, AD at plus 850, and Durant at 13 to 1 were the three that jumped out to me. Uh, let me write that down because I'm not doing well guessing the line, so I might as well bet basketball. All right. I just like the odds because, like, Brooklyn is the third, has the third best odds as a title favorite on FanDuel. They're six to one. Mm-hmm. And then I'm wait, I'm and not Katie's even sure. their best player, but he's 13 to one to win MVP. That doesn't make sense. What about, um, for rookie of the year, I mean, that was, I joked with you in house, like that, that first Knicks preseason game was probably a top Toppin. five moment of, uh, of, of the <laughs> of decade Knicks. for Knicks fans, right? right? Toppin's f- plus 440 and you don't like LaMelo. I don't think Toppin's going to play enough. I think it's going to be one of those years, like the Brogdon year where mm. you kind of have to give it to somebody. I would, I'd probably put my money on Wiseman. What's Wiseman? He's seven to one. He plays enough. He's one of the few. I'm looking at these. Probably five guys play. Like Bol Bol might not even play enough, right? Well, Bol Bol played last year though. Killian Hayes. He's a, they have odds for him. Killian Hayes won't. Yeah, that's not happening. Now, I would say it's uh, you got to look at guys who are going to get minutes. Anthony Edwards obviously is right up there. No, no, I don't see that one at all. Lamelo, the odds are probably too skewed against him, but he will play. You got, it's got to be somebody who's going to play 30 minutes. I think by January, you should be able to figure out if the shooter is left-handed or right-handed. And LaMelo <laughs> might not be there. <laughs> he might. I mean, honestly, so I watched him Saturday. He He's just an atrocious shooter. Right. But his passing and his rebounding, I was shocked by how effortless it was for him at the NBA level. Because you could see it in you know, that weird league he was in the last couple of years, but he was going in traffic and getting rebounds from like seven footers. And he's just, his, the ball was leaving his hand so fast. I was really impressed, but then, you know, he'd have this two minute span where he'd make three turnovers in two minutes. Let me throw this at you. Yeah. Most improved player. And the odds start big odds. Even I for saw the that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did see it. Okay. No, I saw the odds. It's like 11 to one is the favorite, right? Gilgis Alexander, Michael Porter, 14, Jamal Murray, 16 to one, which I don't know what, what do you say he improved from his crazy playoff uh, performance? Tyler Harrow, 18, Zion, 18, maybe Zion, right? If Zion comes up in shape and just like, uh, I don't know, kind of three quarter shacks it. All right. There's a lot of big numbers out there. I can't believe they even take bets on most improved players. It seems so random. Yeah. How do you even decide how, like, I think John Morant's going to be incredible this season. Mm -hmm. So if he makes third team all NBA, should he win most improved? I don't know. Is most improved? It's funny because they don't have that for NFL, right? Is most improved comeback player? I guess that's comeback player. Most improved means you made the biggest leap in skill and whatever else over the, I, I've never understood it. Taco fall 240 to one. No, how about this? Let's make a pact. Cause next Sunday, yeah. let's have some real, we'll have some real bets for this segment. Okay. Cause yeah, I'm going to watch some preseason. These will still be up. Yeah. All right. We're taking a break. Then we're doing a uh, parent corner. All right. It's time for parent corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling our friends at CarMax are on your side. They might be on my daughter's side soon. My daughter like passed her whatever thing that has to happen. Now she's going to have a permit and I have to be in the car. My wife has to be in the car. Holy mackerel. I have to get my daughter a car in like six months with the seven day money back guarantee of CarMax. You've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for my daughter or for you, or 
Simply return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car. You can leave with payment in hand or take a week to think it over. It's car buying, car selling the way it should be at CarMax. Check them out today. CarMax.com. All right, cuz, you have the floor. All right. This goddamn elf on the shelf. Now, we've talked about it before. Oh, no. Right? Oh, you have Harriso. I have Harriso. He still believes. He's going to turn seven, couple weeks. He still believes in it. And, you know, it's funny, like with the, with Christmas, I was like, okay, this pandemic, let's, let's take advantage of some of the things that we could take advantage of in the pandemic. The elf on the shelf doesn't have to show up. It's an easy explanation. Everyone's social distancing. He's not flying in and out every house. He would get (laughs) sick if he did that. It wouldn't be good for Santa. Santa needs him. He relies on him. Plus the kid did the online thing where he saw Santa, like with Jimmy's kid. We did a whole bunch of, with a bunch of kids in the family. We got a Santa and he sat there and he's like, oh, what do you want? What do you want? So as far as he knows, as far as he thinks Santa knows what he wants and Santa's watching him and all that shit. But no. So we got to do this. And I, uh, so now we set the alarm every night at 10 o'clock, which is fine during the week because they have Zoom school and everything. So they're sleeping by then. It's really just Harrison. It's Harrison. It's a seven-year-old. So then I hide the thing and I'm hiding it in a plant in a blender and he gets a kick out of the elf if it's like on the dog for the day, like whatever it is. But then on the weekend, we forget because these kids are up all night, you know? And so we forgot. And like, it ends up being like a big fight with me and the wife. I was like, look, I'm just going to tell him. I'm going to tell him it's a goddamn doll. It's not real. It's not like it's a doll like uh, Roman Reigns, like you know, all your right. wrestling dolls. It's just a doll. Santa, fine. Real person you want to believe. God bless you. He's a real person you actually talk to and you go to the mall and see him or you saw him on Zoom. I want to tell him it's a doll and everyone freaks out. Like, no way. You cannot tell him. Now, my middle kid's like, I'll tell him because he wants to spoil anything for the little kid, right? Right. He doesn't like it. I don't know. So now we're at a crossroad. I don't know. Should I be allowed to tell him? I don't think this is this is a, a huge revelation. I just want him to say, like, dolls are dolls and people are people. I don't think you can tell him. I think you have to blame the pandemic. Blame the pandemic. Oh, it's just that he didn't come back. I, I think you write yeah. a note from the elf. Right. Saying, hey, this is my last day. You know, they've decided that we have to distance as the holidays get closer and whatever. I love it. And I will promise to be back in a year. I love it. And I then like never it. see him again. The elf on the shelf has a note written by Dr. Fauci. He's got a doctor's <laughs> note. He can't come back. It's Dr. Elf year. Fauci. Yeah. But honestly, he like he loves the Toy Story movies and he gets that toys are fake and that yeah. they come alive. That's funny because it's not real. What the hell? Where's the disconnect here? I'm sorry. I, I just Ben was be busting my balls the other day and yeah. I pointed to the chimney and I was like, you're calling me stupid. You used to think Santa would climb down <laughs> that chimney. Go look at that chimney. See if like a snake couldn't fit down that thing. Right. You moron. We're just like insulting each other. You did too though. And so did I. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's it. That's my parent corner. Well, my parent corner is pretty, pretty exciting this week. We got a puppy on Friday. Yeah, I saw. Picked it up and Knew it was going to be, you know, a a, a rough first week. Mm-hmm. The puppy, the you know, puppy's sleeping with his brothers and sisters. Now he's in our house, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's like, "What the hell's going on?" We have these three other dogs, all of whom just hate his guts immediately. Comes in, it's like the uh, they they're it's like a prison population. They're like <laughs> freezing them out. Right. Um, 
can make a run at him in the shower. Um, so anyway, goes to sleep, wakes up 45 minutes later. He's got to pee. We're up all night Friday night. And my wife is so mad. I'm like, you agreed. You we're, we're fighting. It's four in the morning about who's going to take baby. the puppy out. Yeah. Yep. It's like having a baby. And then How do you the, know uh, he has to go? He just goes to the door? Yeah, or? he wakes up and he he's actually like weirdly smart with the potty training part. Mm -hmm. But it, it's been great. It did. It achieved all the stuff we were hoping it would for. Mm -hmm. It just like brought this life in our house. Everybody's happy. Um, the lack of sleep is going to come back to haunt us at some point. The problem is the other three dogs. And so Olivia, the old dog, she hates everybody. So they, it was, it was just never going to go well. We, she's, she basically laid down the law immediately. Like stay away mm -hmm. from my fucking dog bowl. Mm -hmm. Don't look at me. Don't come near me. And we're good. We, right. we won't have a problem. Just stay the fuck away from me. So he knows not to go near her. Jesse, the, uh, the black dog we have seems like he likes her. Mm -hmm. I like, likes him. Um, has growled at her a couple of times, but the puppy keeps trying to play with him, with Jesse and Jesse's like not really into it. It's like, yeah. she's afraid she's going to like crush him. And so that's been weird. And then fucking Willie, Willie, who's like the happiest dog plays with all the other dogs, all this stuff. He's just, he, he's like your middle son with, with Harrison. Right. He's just like, I'm out. I don't, I don't know why we got this guy. I don't know. Why, I, I'm not playing with him. He's like growling at him. <laughs> and so he was mean to the puppy today and I'm like talking to him like he's a human being. And like I'm 10 <laughs> seconds in. I'm like, I'm like, Willie, I don't understand. We, this is like a playmate for you. Why are you being so mean to this dog? And he's just staring at me <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, you're a dog. This is but when, I'm, this is when Ben says, really? You're pointing at the <laughs> chimney, making fun of me. You're your dog talk here. <laughs> and, and so I said to Willie, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> And then I had on my iPad, my home screen was this picture of Willie. I took him off. Like, I'm oh, really no. mad at Willie. I'm so mad that he's acting this way. That'll learn and him. I think, uh, yeah, once he finds out, he's going to be so mad. But yeah, they're like super jealous of the puppies. So we, our whole house is in chaos and nobody's wow. sleeping. And three of the dogs are mad. The kids are super happy. It's it's done everything. Put it this way. We're not thinking about the pandemic a lot this week. No. That's puppy corner, I guess. Yeah, that's, uh, would they, what would they do if they saw the new dog? What'd you name the new dog, by the way? So we named the new dog Murph. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's, it's a great name. Call Murph, Murph man, Murph do. Yeah. He looks like a Murph. He's just kind of dumb and happy. You have 17 friends named Murph though. Did that matter? No, no, no. All my friends are named Sully. I didn't really oh, have like are? a tight Murph. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you got a Murph. So, yeah. So now I have a Murph. So, um. Nice. So yeah, it's great. It's it's been a nice jolt of energy, other than just complete dissension, complete dog dissension. You need like a dog <laughs> psychiatrist. And then my wife is like, "We did this wrong." Like somehow, it's, uh, I always get blamed in the end. Just, we did this wrong. We should have had to meet on neutral territory. I'm like, what? <laughs> neutral territory? What do you, you drive to Redondo? The dogs can meet right. on neutral territory. Like, what are you talking about? They're dogs. This is like when you have a baby, you get a gift for the baby and a gift for the other kids. And just so that everything right. seems a copacetic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't feel bad for you. But also if the other dogs saw the Instagram pictures you and your wife are putting up, they would flip, flip out. Cause this is like the new baby. I mean, your wife, Kara has her head buried into the dogs, like sternum. She's like, this is my baby. It right is here. great. <laughs> the dog, the puppies are just the best. They're so dumb. They're yeah. so happy. They're so full of life. It's been great. There you uh, go. Thumbs up. So now we're four dog family. We have 16 paws. 
Go for one more. Don't get your tubes tied. The thing is, once you have three, you might as well have four. What the fuck's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the same thing with kids. Like you conceivably could have a fourth kid at this point. Is there really going to be a difference? Uh, yeah, I mean, there'd be, there'd be a lot of questions, I think, because I got that taken care of, but there wouldn't be a difference. <laughs> It'd be a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was uh, Parent Corner. There you go. All right. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer, car buying, car selling the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Uh, Sal, what do you have to plug? Uh, there you go. Extra points, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Me, Dave Damashek, Charlotte Wilder. Uh, yes, we have against all odds. We have some fantasy and sports gambling shows. You'd like that on the extra points podcast network, my book, you can't lose them all. Uh, I want to give out 10. I am giving out $10 for every pre-order donating it to the world central kitchen right there. Food service. Uh, they supply food for over 3 million people and hmm. food service, taking care of all the food service industry people who are uh, out of work right now. $10 per pre-order. Let's get to 1000 Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern on uh, FS1. I'm the king. If you had to choose a conference winner between the Bills or the Rams, who would you take? Like, everyone else is Rams. pretty much taken. Rams. Rams. Rams really because the Chiefs aren't in that conference, right? Yeah. That's the only Rams. reason. There Rams you go. are good. At least they can get stops. Yeah. And they can make a couple plays, which in the NFC, that might be all you need. That's it. Yeah. Well, that Rams could be Rams Tampa in the first round. That would be fun. Sal, good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Don't forget, new rewatchables coming Monday. This is uh, the most bizarre pick of the year. And this is a year where we did 8mm. So I'm just warning you now. Um, more podcasts coming on this feed later this week. Basketball is coming. Oh, yeah. See you then. I want to see you there.